You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Week in Your Daily Star Trek News. Today is Saturday, December 18th, 2021. And coming up on the show today, Leonard Nimoy's Spock years are going to the Smithsonian Museum. Uh, LeVar Burton has been chosen to host the next uh, National Spelling Bee, which is pretty cool. And also a Star Trek executive producer has exited the building. Uh, My name is Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Uh, Now, before we get going today, I just want to let you know that all of today's stories, everything that I'm talking about is up on dailystartreknews.com and more. Uh, We've got links to the original sources. We've got extra uh, photos and videos. We've also got some uh, special posts like our events listing and uh, Tease Trek trivia is coming back next Tuesday as well. Uh, And also a little bit of Star Trek history. So please go check that out. That's at dailystartreknews.com. Now, we've also got a poll today, as per usual. Um, This one's running simultaneously on Twitter and here on the live stream. Uh, Today's question, what obscure Star Trek prop uh, do you think most belongs in a museum? So we've got uh, Spock's ears have just gone to the Smithsonian. Uh, What else should belong in a museum? Uh, We've got a couple of options today. Uh, one of which got cut off on the Twitter poll, so that's kind of amusing. Okay, so the first option is uh, uh, Picard's Curlin Nascos. I know it's not Picard's, but he's the one that's uh, most associated with that. Uh, Cisco's baseball. Lorca's bowl of fortune cookies. Got to get a little Lorca love in there. Um, and also Worf's ball chair. Uh, Worf's ball chair. That's a Mission Log reference, by the way. If you didn't listen to the TNG episodes of Mission Log, you should go do that for a little bit of uh, Worf's ball chair love. Right, those uh, those options again. Picard's Curl and Nasco, Cisco's Baseball, Lorca's Bowl of Fortune Cookies, and Worf's Ball Chair. We'll be looking at the results of the poll uh, from the chat and also from Twitter uh, later on in the show today. Now, right... So I've got the news coming up. I'm going to do some show and tell as per usual. But before we do that, uh, I so this is the last show of this year, um, which, you know, it's getting to that time of year. Uh, but we're taking a break over the Christmas holidays. I'll give you all the details a little bit later. But um, bef- because it's the last show of the year, I do want to take just a little bit of time and um, give out some special thanks to people that have supported the show over the past year, um, in the past two and a half years, really. Um, you guys help keep me motivated, keep the show going. Um, obviously, our Patreon supporters, especially those of you who hang out and you know shoot messages in the Discord, uh, it's great to see you guys in there. And of course, your financial contributions are what kind of keep the lights on, literally. So thank you for that. Uh, also, some of my colleagues and friends at the Roddenberry Podcast Network, uh, including John Champion, Rod Roddenberry, and all of the women at Warp, especially Sue for listening to me moan all the time. Um, the whole team at Priority One, especially Elio, who taught me everything I know. So um, a shout out to all of those guys. And if you guys are not also listening, watching the other shows on the Roddenberry Podcast Network, please go and do so. You can find all of them at podcasts.roddenberry.com. 
So those are the external people. Uh, there's also some people who work on the show that I want to thank. Uh, so first things first is Chris Peterson. Um, Chris is my first other team member at Daily Star Trek News. So for those of you who've been listening since the beginning, you'll know that this show started just as me. Uh, I did that for a little over a year, and then uh, then came Chris, and Chris took us from a from a me uh, to an us. It was a, a, a kind of a monumental time um, in this show's life, in my life, and he's kind of been there for the last eighteen months or so, helping the show grow. Uh, I can't believe it's been so long. So thank you, Chris, for helping the show become sort of what it is now. Uh, my next thank you is Marina Kravchuk, who many of you in the Star Trek community already know is a wonderful person who always dives in and helps and everything. She's wonderful. Uh, she's kind of our ears on the ground. She's always up to date on what's going on, and she compiles all of our events for us, even some of the like really obscure stuff that I would never have caught. She's on it, uh, and it helps us bring the bring Star Trek events to you guys. So a big thank you to Marina. I'm really glad to have her be part of the team. Um, yeah. Uh, next up is Jack Brown. He's one of our newer writers. He just joined us this year, um, but he's a super valuable member of the team. He's been wonderful to get to know and get to work with, and he's got a great attitude. And he always steps up and helps when we need it, um, which is, like I said, completely invaluable. Next up is David, who I know is in the chat right now. <laughs> so everybody say hi to David. I don't know if any of the others are in the chat. Um, but uh, David first joined us because he was filling in when um, we needed an extra hand. Uh, we were having a little bit of trouble in the show and he stepped in, you know, he stepped in, he stepped up. Um, and then he did such a wonderful job that he stayed on. Um, he's always an enthusiastic supporter of what we do. He's always got a great attitude and he's really great at writing obituaries. <laughs> so David, thank you for that. Uh, and then finally, there's uh, T. Rick Jones. Uh, he started out uh, doing trivia and history for the show. He's adapted really well since the format has changed from a daily to a weekly, um, and he's been doing a lot of other stuff behind the scenes that you guys will never know about, but helping keep the web running smoothly and just keeping the show sort of on track. And uh, that, again... All, I keep saying it's invaluable, but all of these team members are what keeps Daily Star Trek news going, um, hopefully for many, many years into the future. Um, I'm really excited for what the next year is going to bring for us. Uh, it's going to be very different than anything we've seen before, and I feel super confident that the team is going to help us get there. So uh, thank you, everyone, for that. Um, and I also want to just really quickly thank my family, none of whom are watching or listening, um, but they are uh, incredibly supportive uh, for, you know, I'm doing this at two o'clock in the afternoon on a, on a Saturday. They are very patient with me for interrupting our weekends for it. And, um, and I appreciate that. So uh, I won't say anything else because I could waffle on forever, but uh, those are just a few uh Big thanks that I wanted to to make uh, this the end of the year show. Uh, and here's to another great year. Thank you to everybody who's watching, listening, and um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> right, okay. Let's get on to the serious stuff, the news. The serious stuff. It's Star Trek. How serious can it be? Wink. Um, okay, so the first story today is about Leonard Nimoy's ears, and this is just such a, uh, it's wonderful and heartwarming. So 
I don't know if any of you have been to the National Air and Space Museum or um, if you've heard of, about it. Uh, they do have a gigantic model of the Enterprise that's that's there that you can go and see. Uh, they've had Star Trek stuff there forever. Um, I used to live in the Washington, D.C. area, and uh, we used to go to the National Air and Space Museum, uh, and they had Star Trek stuff in there before. Um, but the news this week is that Adam Nimoy, so it's Leonard Nimoy's son, has donated a pair of uh, Leonard Nimoy's Spock ears that he took off the set from the original series uh, to the museum, and then they will be part of their collection now, which is really great. So um, uh, Adam Nimoy uh, said about this, uh, those ears have been in our family for over 50 years as a tribute to dad's outstanding performances as Mr. Spock and the inspiration and hope that Star Trek has given to generations of fans all over the planet. Today, it's my honor to donate the iconic Spock ears to the National Air and Space Museum, her, uh, excuse me, home to the Starship Enterprise studio model, where they can be experienced by visitors firsthand. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think everybody who's, who's watching or listening understands that Star Trek has been pretty culturally impactful. Um, to have a pair of uh, prosthetic ears be part of an exhibit in the National Air and Space Museum, which, by the way, has actual rockets that have actually been to space and, like, Sputnik and stuff. That's a pretty big deal. Anyway, you can find out more about the ears um, and other parts of their collection that they've got going on at airinspace.si.eu. Right, next one. It's another, do you know what? So the we're winding down to the end of the year and there's actually not a lot of news going on as people are off doing holiday things and taking breaks and whatever. Um, the, the, some of the stories this week have been just wonderful and this is one of them. Uh, LeVar Burton... <laughs> Everyone's favorite, LeVar Burton, has been selected to host next year's uh, Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's the 94th annual Scripps National Spelling Bee, and it's going to take place next June. Um, the announcement was uh, made on uh, on Thursday or Friday, I can't remember which, and um, it's wonderful news for him. LeVar Burton has had a big year. Um, he was... <laughs> In the running for that other show, which shall not be named, and I think not getting that show is probably one of the best things that's ever happened to him, because off the back of that, he's been selected to host a new Trivial Pursuit um, game show, uh, which should be, hopefully, it's in development right now, I don't know what the status of it is. Um, he was selected as the, uh, the, the Grandmaster, I can't remember what the name of it is, for the Rose Parade, which is a big deal here um, in Pasadena, uh, and also now the Scripps National Spelling Bee. So here's what uh, the executive director of the Scripps National Spelling Bee had to say about LeVar Burton. Uh, the selection of Mr. Burton as host aligns with the mission of the Scripps National Spelling Bee to have such a prominent advocate for children's literacy involved in this special and unique competition is a perfect match. We have the same goals to educate tomorrow's leaders and build reading competency in all young people. Um, and LeVar Burton himself, he said of, uh, of, of this honor, he said, hosting the Scripps National Spelling Bee will be an honor like a lot of folks, I look forward to the competition every year, and I'm excited to be a part of this wonderful tradition that celebrates excellence. Uh, so congratulations to LeVar Burton 
Like I said, this is going to take place in June of next year. Um, it should be on cable and streaming platforms, and we'll have more details as it comes out. Um, I'm a big fan of the spelling bee. I, I was in the spelling bee. So, well done to LeVar Burton. All right. Uh, so, um, I've just got one more story for today. This one's... Um, <laughs> Uh, it's less exciting, I guess, but I find it very interesting. I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen afterwards. I said at the top of the show that a Star Trek executive producer has exited the building, uh, and that's true. Uh, that person is Heather Caden. She was president of television for Alex Kurtzman's Secret Hideout production company, and they've been a pair ever since the beginning of uh, the Star Trek um, the Star Trek universe as it is now. So Heather Caden has, um, she is listed as an executive producer on Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Short Treks, Star Trek Lower Deck, Star Trek Prodigy, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, so her exit, um, well, it's hard to say what the impact is going to be, but certainly um, it's not going to not be felt. Um, so Here's what Alex Kurtzman had to say about her departure. By the way, the her leaving is to pursue, uh, quote-unquote, other opportunities. I don't, there's, I don't know, you know. Um, but here's what Alex Kurtzman had to say about Heather Caden's departure. Heather and I have spent 12 extraordinary years together, and in that time, she's been a brilliant creative force whose passion and dedication have been felt by the many writers and directors we work with at Secret Hideout. I'm certain she'll carry that passion into the next phase of her amazing career, and I wish her every success and happiness on her bright road ahead. Uh, Heather Caden said, uh, over the past 12 years, I've had the privilege of working with some of the best writers, actors, and directors in television. And I'm excited to build on that in this next chapter of my career. So uh, good luck to Heather Caden in her next ventures. And uh, <laughs> all, all you guys who are constantly going on about uh, Alex Kurtzman being fired, um, have a field day. That's all I have to say. All right. So that's really the big news for this week. Um, but that's not the only thing that's going on. So um, I'm going to take a little break here for just one second. We are going to come on to show and tell. And of course, I've got the um, poll results coming up in just a minute. But two things. Number one, I do want to remind you that everything we do here is uh, supported by folks like you through Patreon. Uh, that's at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. You can support us from just a dollar a month and we have an annual discount. So if you buy the whole year at the same time, you get a discount. It works out to be about $10 a year. Um, all of that goes to everything you see here, plus keeping the website and the uh, daily newsletter running. Uh, so if you would consider making a contribution, I would be really personally grateful. So thank you. Um, don't forget to uh, vote in the poll, but that's not what I was talking about, right? Housekeeping stuff. So I said at the top of the show... This is the last show for 2021. I don't know where the year went. <laughs> We're still in a pandemic. I don't know. Uh, anyway, this is the last show for the year. Um, the last, uh, sorry, I've got, I've got a large list of notes of things I have to remember to tell you. So today's the last live show. I will be back on January 8th. It's the Saturday. We're back at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Everything is normal. 
Um, so in terms of the website and the newsletter, the last daily newsletter is going to be on December 22nd. That's a Wednesday. And then that will pick up again on Monday, January 3rd. So you have a little break there. Um, and of course, don't forget, Star Trek Prodigy is starting up on the 6th. So it's just in time. Uh, I will not be leaving you completely without anything. However, uh, we will be doing our annual in memoriam sort of celebration video. And this year I'm going to do that as a live premiere so we can all get together and kind of remember the Star Trek family that we've lost this year altogether. Um, so that's going to come out. Um, mark your calendars because I can't set the thing yet. <laughs> I can't set the reminder yet on YouTube, but, I'll, um, but I will once that video is ready. Um, New Year's Eve, so that's Friday, December 31st. We're going to do it at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Um, just a, a quick video to remember all the people that we've lost this year. So I really hope that you'll join me and we can all uh, reminisce about those people uh, together. And it should be a little nice um, uh, holiday get-together event. Anyway, those are the things. Once again... Um, yeah, there's a break on the newsletter. We're breaking on the 22nd and we'll be back on the 3rd and we'll be back here live January 8th. Mark your calendars. All right. Okay, so the next part of the show is show and tell. Um, so real quick, as I'm doing this, um, please, if you guys get a chance to share and press the little like button, um, that helps me. Thank you. Um, right, so... <laughs> This, uh, this show and tell, like so many, is a fun thing, and it also has a story. Um, actually, I want to show you this one first. So, this, there we go. Look at that. This is a, a wooden model of a, a Klingon bird of prey. And uh, I've also got another one, another similar one here, which is a... Uh, NCC 1701. There we go. No bloody A, B, C, or D. So these, these are from Incredibilds, uh, and you can buy them on Amazon or various other places. Um, they're cool. They're like little uh, balsa wood. You put the pieces together. There is a story behind these. Um, we, these were actually sent to me last year uh, not put together. They were sent to me last year, uh, round about the first, second week of March. And I had intended to put them together and do a, um, a product review of these. Uh, they, I think they were on pre-order at the time. And then the pandemic happened and it kind of never happened. Um, never did the review or anything. And they've been sitting on my shelf ever since. Uh, these ones actually were put together by my kids. So, um, these are, they're kind of cool. The ones that you see online, they're actually, you can paint them too. Um, and I don't know if you can see on the, the detail. They've got that too. So yeah, they're, they're cool. They're so, because, well, you know, I have tons of Eagle Moss stuff sitting around, but these are something a little bit different. They look really cute on the shelf. Um, and, you know, I thought I might as well show you guys because if you're stuck and you want a Christmas gift, they might be a really good option. They come in a little book. And in fact, I thought I had a book. They come flat, obviously. Um, it's about that big. And it actually comes with a little information book about the, about the thing. Um, and so they're a really nice gift. Um, even my youngest one who was... 
10 at the time or nine um, managed to put one together. And so anyway, they're an idea. I like them and they sit on my shelf. I've never painted them because I actually like them just wooden. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> so there's that. Those are, um, once again, those are from Incredibuilds. You can get them on Amazon. I'll, I'll put an affiliate link down in the description. But they're really uh, cute and something just a little bit different. So that's show and tell. Um, right. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and end the poll here shortly. And I'm going to say some, say hi to some folks in the chat. You have one more minute to make your voice known in the poll. Uh, right. Go away. Okay. So, uh, and Tim Wardogheim, Robert, Paul, BC, it's nice to see some familiar faces in here. Thank you guys for, for turning up and chatting. I know I saw David in there earlier. Hi, David. <laughs> uh, Christoph, thank you so much for joining us, Christoph. I know this is um, late for you. Um, Todd. So Todd in the chat asks, Allison, you mentioned Discord. There's a Discord. There is a Discord. It's a Patreon perk at any at any Patreon level from a dollar up. So um, go to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Um, you get special, well, special Patreon privileges in that you get to come onto the, <laughs> onto the Discord. Um, and, you know, it's not super, super active. I don't want to miss sell it. But, you know, uh, when when we do chat, we do chat in there. And um, it's wonderful to see everybody. Um, BC says, Alan Moraine, listen, BC, that makes me so happy every time you post that in the chat. I mean, don't spam it. But thank you, because that is literally one of my favorite Star Trek episodes. Don't flame me, uh, because it's uh, completely, completely ridiculous, and it's got a memorable catchphrase. So, Alamarine to you, too. Um, anyway, did I say hi to Anne? Uh, everybody go watch my interview with Anne. Anyway, thank you very much for that. All right, let's end this poll. And while that's thinking, I'm going to flip over to Twitter and see what's going on this week. Oh man, listen, I'm going to stop including Deep Space Nine based questions on my poll because they're always, <laughs> they always blow everything else out of the water. So you can guess. All right, let me back up a second. Right. Once again, that question was what obscure Star Trek prop most belongs in a museum and leading the poll on Twitter with 73% of the vote is Cisco's baseball. I don't know why I'm surprised, but in second place with 24.3% is Picard's Curlin Nascos. I don't know what's wrong with you guys, because really, obviously, that's the one that should be in a museum, because it's actually ar archaeologically significant. But that's okay. Uh, what's funny is that, so, Lorca's fortune cookies comes in third at 2.7%, and uh, <laughs> Worf's ball cha <laughs> comes in at zero. <laughs> I don't know, this has happened before to me on Twitter that it cuts off the last part of the last um, choice there. That was meant to say Worf's ball chair, which was a running joke on Mission Log podcast. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and listen to Mission Log. I can't tell you what episode uh, episodes they come from. I can tell you that that chair does turn up a lot in Star Trek. It's a sort of 
weird architectural thing that would be incredibly uncomfortable to sit in, but it's very cool. Anyway, so Cisco's baseball is well in the lead, surprising no one. And let's have a look at the YouTube results. Um, also in the lead, but not quite as big, is uh, Cisco's baseball with 63%. Picard's Curlin Nascos is again in second place with 27%. Worf's ball chair, <laughs> with the entire word chair, is 9%. And Lorca's fortune cookies is 0%, which I find sad. Um, I actually, um, <laughs> I, th I thought about doing like a, some kind of low-key Lorca cosplay today because I'm actually suffering from a headache and I know it doesn't look like it, but the, the lights in here are super bright. <laughs> I thought about turning up with, uh, just like really dark glasses and, uh, Discovery cosplay or something like that. Um, I did not. Anyway, that's all, that's all I got for today. Um. Uh, Christoph says that, to be honest, the Twitter poll might have received more ball chair love if the chair was complete. I agree. Uh, it looks a little confusing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, NBC, you are absolutely, absolutely making Ala Moraine happen. I, I don't even, I don't even 100% remember the context, but I think that Ala Moraine just works as just a generic sort of rallying cry. And I'm going to so not that many people that I work with are big Star Trek fans, and I'm going to start trying to get it into, like, normal rotation with the folks at work. I think that'd be a good idea. Anyway. All right, guys, I think that's it for me for today. I'm sorry that the, the show is short, uh, but that is what happens at this time of year. Part of the reason that we're uh, going on holiday for a couple of weeks. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek news. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and of course, if you are listening to this on the podcast, I would invite you to please head on over to YouTube. Um, the normal live stream time is 2 p.m. Pacific um, on uh, Daily Star Trek. Uh, youtube.com forward slash daily star trek news but of course that won't be for for a couple of weeks um, but yeah you should come and check us out on youtube because um, the guys in the chat have a wonderful time and it's it's great to see everybody here live um, uh, just a reminder you can find all of this week's stories including uh, the upcoming tease trek trivia which will be out on tuesday and it's all about star trek doctors don't know why I'm saying it like that, but uh, yeah, new new tease track trivia coming out next Tuesday. All of that is on dailystartreknews.com. And of course, the stories that I covered today will be in the show notes for this episode, uh, either on the podcast and YouTube. If you would like to not do anything and have all of these stories delivered directly to you instead, please make sure you sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter. That's at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. All we take is your email address and then we send you all the stories straight to your inbox. It's very, very easy. Anyway, thank you again for listening. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and this week's stories were written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. And the show is supported by people like you through Patreon. And you can find out how to add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. So I will be back next year with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. 
I will also be back next week, no, two weeks from now with our special in memoriam live premiere episode. So please come and join, uh, please come and join us on YouTube for that. Otherwise, I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.